Hi, I'm Maddie, and this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men. And if this is your first ever episode of the podcast, maybe select a different one or maybe don't. I'm about to explain what it is. Uh, So Brian got sick last week, so I divided our listener mail episode from April into two parts. And this part is a segment that we like to call The Mutant Ages, the comic book, which is a goofball fan fiction world in which Brian and I are mutants who work together with the X-Men to solve plot holes from all the various uh, media that we've been reviewing on the show. So there's some inside jokes, but also there have been people who have started with this and still come on board with the podcast. So, I mean, I, I guess you can keep listening if, if you'd like to. Uh, but hey, you're probably listening because you're regular. You know what we're going to get to. You're excited. You missed this segment from last week and you would just like for me to get to it. So without further ado, The Mutant Ages, the comic book. comic book it feels like it's been so long but we're back i I mean actually kind of has Has all right i don't know i mean we're doing it like i don't know once every two months so yeah it has been a while i don't remember what was going on yeah i guess so i know it's it's crazy so the beauty ages the comic book started as a joke and now i have like all the way to the end of the season planned and like the next one. <laughs> like, <shit>. wow. This <laughs> so, one is titled know, Issue right? 14 Weapon Sex Part One. <laughs> <laughs> also, on the inside, I should gone. probably correct it. So it says Issue 14 because even though it's labeled correctly in the file, it's titled name, Issue the inside 13 immediately... <laughs> on the inside of the actual document when you open it. This is like throwback to Gift You 7. For our listeners who don't know what that is, you can find those three original podcasts on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Where like it's me and that Ryan was the first podcast Maddie and I fanfic. tried to record in like 2011, reading old. Well, it's not fanfic actually. Of, it was like, original fiction. No, it's like my old sci-fi stories I wrote like when I was like 13, mm-hmm. 12 or 13. That were based and then on we're, like, your we're friends group at now. the time. So yeah, and, and, and it this, would be like in a certain sense. The very first issue we read was like Fire Crystal Part Two, and in the inside it said like Part Three, but none of it was like Part One. So like, what the yeah, fuck? we never found Part One. Uh, no, but anyway, so the comic book is the cast of the Mutant Ages with really shitty power sets that have been hired by Emma Frost and Sage, and Sage to go around and fix plot holes that have appeared in like the different pieces of media that we have watched. We're like, like that's not fucking right. Yep. Maddie's got a time travel gun. Uh, plot holes are being fixed by Todd, who actually has the best power where he can like basically rewrite reality, but he needs to like power up to do it with like the spinning X's from the Game Gear mm-hmm. games. Um, Variety can uh, go inside the internet. Uh, (laughs) I can take pictures with my eyes. Maddie has a cool power too. She can turn her own music into energy blasts, but it's not like Dazzler where it's like any noise. It's like she has to go over and like play the fucking piano to make Mm -hmm. it work. So I'm like carrying my keytar around with me and playing music in order to shoot beams. Yeah, Katie can talk to inanimate objects and get like information from them and sometimes possess them. But if she possesses them, she has to take a nap like fucking Molly from Runaways. So like every, we all have these shortcomings. And what we did discover is that Xavier is the one going around changing the fucking universe because he wants it to work to his image, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, course. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Sinister and Apocalypse, who we thought were going to be the enemies, 
have actually not been. They are trying to fix the plot holes because Mr. Sinister has always been fixing plot holes in comic books since comic books started. That's right. So that's right. That is the quick, the quick summary of what this is. If you are new here and you're like, what the fuck's happening? Why are they reading a story about themselves now? Uh, <laughs> Logan is here. He's part of the team. Mr. Sinister's here. He's part of the team, kind of. He is part of the team. Uh, Emma and Cable were also part of the team, but they've gone missing since Xavier wiped our minds during, or tried to wipe everybody's minds during the whole Mojo. So this is X Men fan fiction, actually. So we do have a reason yes. for reading it, but yes, our self insert characters are all there as well. And if you want to know what's yeah. been going on, I, I feel like <laughs> listeners have wondered: like, is there going to be a version of the podcast that is like just this? Like, should I cut these out of the previous episodes in which it appears and like make a playlist? I'm starting to think maybe we need to do that because this is becoming so complicated. I think it might be something. <laughs> I think I I don't I don't think if we do it, I think it would be something we could release on Patreon and be like, okay, if you just want these pieces, you yeah, can you can just listen here. Yeah, that's a good idea because it will yeah. be extra. Work. Because I, I not I mean I'm going to go ahead and promote the Patreon, but the all the extra bonus podcasts we do are only at the three dollar tier. It's like one of the cheaper ones because we wanted to make sure that people could actually access mm-hmm. those. So, and we also get, you know, yeah. people, you know, get laid off, whatever. People come and go from the Patreon. We're totally understanding about that. Back when you can, yeah. if you can. And we exactly. appreciate it. So, but yeah, anyway, let's read this story, shall we? We we, we will break it up and take turns, but I, I, I don't even know when I'm going to pass it off nah, to you. whatever. I'll decide. All right. So previously on Mutant Ages, the comic book, X-Men Evolution Magneto used a bunch of giant balls to suck up Winnie Mutants from every X-Men universe playing the Hunger Games to bring them to his asteroid M that wasn't an asteroid so much as a floating platform in Super Smash Brothers. There he transformed both Ryans into terrifying horror monsters who chased Maddie and Todd around for a whole episode until Katie woke up to kick both Ryans in the balls resetting them to normal. Mr. Sinister unveiled that Magneto wasn't Magneto at all and was... (gasps) Old man sinister from the mills, or just a regular sinister clone, thus fixing the plot hole of Magneto's insane mutant experimenting personality on X Men Evolution. Uh, by the way, Logan was in the tube was in a tube this whole time, and when he finally wasn't in a tube, Sabretooth showed up to fight Ryan. What? I don't know. I'm just the announcer, and I'm here along for the ride. Listen, this is the only gig I have now that Pokemon is over, and I can't announce that Ash is walking <laughs> down another path anymore. So listen to this story instead, okay? <laughs> it's time stamping. Yeah, Pokemon. Like, I do feel like that our show in general timestamps like what's happening in like general media. Uh, but anyway, um, everyone stood in a circle around the room as Sabretooth pointed dramatically at Ryan. A snarl crossed his face, prompting Logan to step in front of Ryan, claws out and growling like a caveman. I will also note that Logan was naked before and now only wore a tattered cloth that barely covered his goods, but it's Logan, so he's basically naked, especially since Sabretooth was in the same room as him. Hey, Cloaky, can you... <laughs> I didn't even explain Cloaky. <laughs> Listeners, there's a floating cloakier. It's alive. <laughs> Don't uh, worry about it. Used it used to be Mystique's cloak. <laughs> now he kind of sits there and gives really bad advice, like one of those 80s characters, but like the advice is really mm-hmm. bad. Um Hey, Cloaky, can you wrap around Logan so we don't see his little bub? Katie asked. Even Cloakies have standards, Cloaky said in his bitchiest tone. So is something going to happen here today? Or are we just going to watch Sabretooth point menacingly at what the hell this is? Maddie commented. Stay out of this, witch, Sabretooth snarled. My fight is with Logan and his new boyfriend. As destiny has it in Logan's League of Evil Exes. Is that what the destiny bullshit was about in X-Men Evolution? Maddie asked. 
Color me surprised with my least shocked face, Todd said. Guys, Sabretooth is here, Truman said. <laughs> Maddie, Todd, and Katie just slowly turned their heads to look at Truman. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Ryan stuttered. Logan, what does he mean by the League of Logan's Evil Exes? I don't know, bub. I ain't heard of such a thing, and my memory is a little foggy on who I dated since Weapon X rattled around in there, Logan said. Yeah, because you definitely were stable before Weapon X played Operation on you, Todd commented. (laughs) (laughs) The runt knows exactly who we are and sealed the pipsqueak's fate when you gave him the boyfriend contract, Sabretooth said. (laughs) Boyfriend contract? (laughs) Sorry, keep going. Wait, is that what this is? Ryan said as he pulled out a crumbled up (laughs) napkin from his pocket. He unfolded it to reveal that Logan had written his number on the napkin and also a bunch of little X's that covered both sides. Listen, bub, I was really drunk, and I don't know about all those little X's. X-Men, maybe? What? Logan screamed. Logan, why are you screaming? You gave this to him, Maddie cried out. Are we really writing contracts on napkins now, Todd asked. <laughs> the contract means that Pipsqueak has to defeat all of Logan's X's in order to be with him, Sabretooth explained, since nobody else was doing it. Who? Juicy, Mr. Sinister said. Whoever loses gets to come to my lab. Sinister, I'm pretty sure you're not involved with this, Maddie said. Oh, but I'm involved with everything because I'm Sinister, Mr. Sinister said with a pose. (laughs) What is happening right now? Todd genuinely asked. Okay, hold on. I don't want to fight Sabretooth, Ryan said. He's killed like a bazillion dudes and has been unfeatured in a bunch of gay TV shows like Daddy Hunt. Oh my God, Ryan. (laughs) That is fucking Oh my God, Ryan. Are you seriously bringing up Daddy Hunt again? Maddie asked. It wasn't that good. I only watched all three seasons a few times, Ryan said in a defensive tone. A few times? <laughs> Ryan, could it be possible that you actually liked Daddy Hunt? Maddie yelled. Well, it makes sense. He's dating the oldest daddy of all time, Katie commented. Who? <laughs> I'll cut him down to size, Logan screamed, slashing his claws together. They're talking about you, Logan, Todd cried out. Do we really have to go to Wikipedia and have it spelled out for you? What's Wikipedia, bub? Some kind of Cajun spice? Logan genuinely asked. <laughs> <laughs> all right maddie you, you can take over this this fight scene <laughs> okay enough runt who is your daddy now Sabretooth screamed he leapt at ryan with his claws and teeth out ryan screamed and dove out of the way as Sabretooth crashed into a tube glass shattering to the ground ryan quickly ran and hid behind a hip high wall shout out to those giffy 07 listeners out there <laughs> <laughs> the leave them alone walls. or else i'll turn you into a shish kebab logan growled claws out this ain't between you and me yet, runt, Sabretooth said. Logan screamed and leapt at Sabretooth, who simply hit Logan off to the side. Sabretooth <laughs> walked toward Ryan's not very discreet hiding spot, trailing one nail across the wall with an awful screeching noise, like that X-Men commercial. Come out, come out, wherever you are. No, I'm not giving away my position, Ryan yelled, clearly from behind the hip-high wall. Wait, shit! <laughs> Sabretooth <laughs> roared like a lion and leapt over the small wall to attack Ryan. Snapshot! Ryan screamed. <laughs> With a bright flash, he took a really blurry picture of Sabretooth, who now was frozen in midair. Ryan quickly got to his feet, tripped over the hip-high wall, got back to his feet again, and ran over to Logan. <laughs> Logan, what the hell is this? I don't know, bub. I don't remember anything. Or that napkin. <laughs> I ain't even seen it before, Logan okay, said. can I just stop you and say I always love Maddie's Logan voice? It's like become the Logan voice in my head sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you literally gave it to me yesterday, Ryan said. I thought you were just being cute and giving me your landline number. <laughs> 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 of course, Logan would 
way up by the way. He wouldn't have a cell phone. Of Can Logan not. operate an iPhone? Probably not. Oh my god. I've got a number you could call, Sabretooth screamed. He leapt over the wall and at Ryan, who just screamed in horror. Suddenly, Cloakie flew out in front of Ryan and grabbed Sabretooth, just barely holding him back from tearing out Ryan's throat. I'll read Cloakie, just his line. <laughs> you know what they say, Maddie, on the playground during a friendly game of tag? Kill him! Cloakie said with a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have any treble with that, Maddie said. Huh? Get it? What are you waiting for? An invitation? Just shoot him, Katie cried out. (laughs) Maddie nodded and played a little music on her guitar, pink energy engulfing her, that then exploded across the room and into Sabretooth, knocking him onto the ground. Nice shot, Truman commented. Sabretooth roared and jumped back to his feet. Then again, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, babe, the only way it works is if you defeat him, Logan explained. Why is he suddenly explaining this as if it's factual information we should already know, Todd asked. Also, I thought you didn't remember any of this, Maddie said to Logan. I I don't. It's really hazy, and it's just kind of coming back to me. I think. Oh, God, my memories! Logan cried out and fell to the ground while he held his head. Maddie let out an exhausted sigh. Meanwhile, Sabretooth was in the background chasing a screaming riot around the room. This is going well, Todd commented. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't what I meant when I said I wanted to be a daddy on Ryan cried out. Do you want to take it back? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even unpacking that, Todd said. I am, Katie said. Ryan wants these two daddies in bed with him, but jokes on him because he's almost 40, so he himself now counts as a daddy. I'm a vampire. <laughs> I'm still 25 years old, Ryan literally screamed as he dodged Sabretooth. Did somebody say daddy, Mr. Sinister said? Come sit in my lap and I'll show you what daddy wants. What makes you think this is an appropriate time to say this, Maddie asked Sinister. <laughs> what makes you think any of this is appropriate, Todd asked. Sabretooth <laughs> leapt at Ryan again, who screamed and rolled it to Katie. Oh, don't bring this fuck fest over near me, Katie commented. Get off your ass and do something. Like, blow Sabretooth, Ryan asked curiously. <laughs> Did you graduate from the school of Pornhub, Katie snapped? Use your powers to freeze him and then punch him. Ryan gasped. I have an idea, Ryan said. I'll freeze him with my powers and then hit him. I just said that, Katie said, then just screamed. Perfectly timed, too, because Sabretooth <laughs> left at Ryan again, like the end of the NES Wolverine game, as played on the Mutant Ages YouTube channel. Snapshot, Ryan yelled again. Sabretooth froze in midair, a foot away with his claws out. Ryan wound up his arm for a really long time, and then Falcon punched Sabretooth right in the dick. Sabretooth <laughs> fell to the ground. You're a bad son, Sabretooth screamed, and then burst into a thousand coins. Katie screamed as she took cover under Cloakie from the reign of change. What just happened? Todd asked. Did Ryan just Scott Pilgrim Sabretooth away with a Super Smash Brothers move? These are all pennies, Ryan said, shuffling through the coins. I guess he wasn't worth much. Wait. (laughs) Maddie's lying here. Can you just read your line? Yeah. Wait. Is Sabretooth just money now? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> such a bad <laughs> question. Oh my God. Uh, nah, he just teleported away after defeat, Logan said. I remember that much. So this is just loot, Truman commented. Well, as fun as it is to watch you heathens pretend to be good at something, Daddy <laughs> is hungry and not for genetics, Sinister said. Denny's? So, finally... <laughs> I feel like this is not the first time that Sinister's brought up Denny's. In no, he's been trying to get this. us to Denny's for like two issues. And we keep on like getting distracted by stupid bullshit to the point where Mr. Sinister's like, okay, this is unreasonable. <laughs> 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 
An hour later, the Discorder ship had been parked outside of Denny's at night in a dark parking lot next to Cloud Strife, who stood dramatically next <laughs> to his motorcycle in the dark. Inside the 24-hour breakfast joint, the cast of the Mutant Ages sat around a table eating food. As we all know, one of Ryan's favorite scenes to write is putting an entire cast of characters around a table. <laughs> Sage was at the end of the table working on an iPad while Maddie and Ryan just talked at her in unison. <laughs> <laughs> Should we read these at the same time? Or? We could certainly try. Okay, great. <laughs> and, and I was going to make out with Logan right there, even though he was naked Ryan, in front I of everyone until his Logan ex-boyfriend broke through the ceiling. And it tried to mount both Logan and me nice at the same time. And it made me want to watch Daddy Hunt again. I had to fight Sabertooth all by myself, even without the help of my friends or Knuckles, until I figured out completely on my own how to beat him until I punched him into pennies. And then Todd says, what is happening right now, Todd asks. You two are just talking at each other. Annoying, isn't it, Katie commented. (laughs) Dude, just have a joint, Truman said as he pulled one out from behind his ear. It helps. Do you guys know what Retrowave is? Truman, we all know what Retrowave is. Stop trying to explain it to us, Ryan said. (laughs) I am way too sober for whatever this is, Sage said. And what does any of this have to do with fixing the universe and stopping Xavier from being a homicidal maniac? Well, it's not exactly like we invited Sabretooth through our doorsteps, Maddie said. He just popped out and started screaming at Ryan, which, Logan, is this going to keep happening? Because we kind of have shit to do. I don't know, bub, Logan said, somehow drinking a beer at Denny's, a place that does not serve beer. Look, (laughs) I've got a league of evil exes, and they're definitely evil, and I was never the problem. It kind of sounds like you were the problem, Logan, Maddie pointed out. Listen, my memory's a little blurry on that, okay? Besides, I got this hunk now, Logan said, pointing at Ryan, who literally had half an omelet hanging out of his mouth. Ryan made an awkward peace sign. Getting back to the point at hand, I'm running a scan with Discord to find the next anomaly that needs to be fixed, Sage said. Hopefully we are getting closer to finding Emma. And Apocalypse, Sinister commented from the table behind him. Where, he's, where he was sharing dinner with two sinister clones. Daddy is getting hungry for a ride. All right, Maddie, you can pick it up. <laughs> a ride on Apocalypse is like riding a mechanical bull, Katie commented. Well, some of us have actual standards, unlike the caveman and his menagerie of evil exes, Sinister said. Another Sinister sat down at his table and poured him a tea, so Sinister could sip tea like a catty bitch. <laughs> Wait, are we going to address why there are three Sinister clones in here? Maddie asked. Here's your decaf coffee, another sinister in a 50s waitress outfit said and handed Ryan a coffee. Thanks, Ryan replied as the 50s sinister strutted away. What? Maddie screamed. (laughs) But before any of that could be explained, a glass of the the glass on the window next to them shattered into a million pieces as a samurai dressed in red armor landed on the table, food flying everywhere. A glass of milk next to Katie spilled everywhere. Mr. Sinister just laughed and clapped his hands. The samurai held their, their sword to Ryan's throat. Hello, Ryan Coon, a sexy female voice said. At last, we finally meet. Wait, I know that voice, Logan said. Everyone looked at Logan while he silently thought really hard for a few minutes. The samurai (laughs) tilted her head with an expression of, really, across her face. Finally, Logan's eyes lit up as he seemed to maybe remember. He leapt up with a shocked face. Mariko, is that you? The Scarlet Samurai removed her mask to indeed reveal the beautiful face of Mariko Yoshida. Yes, Logan-san, I am here to fight for your love, Mariko said. You were the only one I ever loved, but we can never be together. Because, well, it's not me, it's you. (laughs) That's reassuring, (laughs) Todd commented. That's a really long sword, Truman said. 
dude, that's an OG katana from Japan and not replica. <laughs> yes, and it will be the sword that will draw the last blood from Ryan Poon, Mariko said dramatically. She pulled the samurai helmet back over her face. Now prepare to die. <laughs> but I don't want to fight anybody, Ryan pleaded with his arms up in the air. Logan, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew, Bob, but my memory ain't too good on this, Logan replied. He started to hold his head. Bye. Your memories, Dad said. There, I said it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the window next to them smashed into a thousand pieces as the silver samurai laid on the sinister's table with his sword drawn. Oh, good. A live entertainment has arrived, Sinister said. He pulled out some wands and held them in front of the silver samurai. Bend over and let me make a deposit. <laughs> I am not here for you. I am here to exact my revenge on Logan for breaking up with me and fight Ryan Coon to the death, Silver Samurai screamed, also holding a sword to Ryan's neck. Oh, shit. This is just like Soul Calibur back in the day, Truman said with an excited tone. Not for me. I always played as Raphael because he was a vampire, Ryan said casually, as if there weren't two swords at his throat. Of course, we all know you like to suck, both metaphorically and physically, Katie commented. Die, Odie, Silver Samurai yelled. He pushed his sword toward Ryan's neck. Maddie jumped over the bench to grab her guitar as Katie screamed and jumped out of the way. Katie just fucking leave. <laughs> She's been doing it a lot a lot. <laughs> Maddie fumbled her fingers to her guitar and looked up, only to see that Ryan was gone. Both the Silver Samurai and Mariko looked around the room, confused. Wait, what? Maddie yelled. <laughs> Outside, Ryan suddenly appeared on the sidewalk in a cloud of smoke lying on his back. Go ahead. Did somebody slip me an edible? How did I get out here? Ryan asked, seemingly to no one, confused as fuck. On cue, a familiar blue face crawled right over him and sat on his chest. Guten Tag, Herr Ryan. None other than Nightcrawler said, a charming smile across his face. His tail swelled behind him. Ryan gasped. Nightcrawler, I've always wanted to meet you, Ryan yelled. He paused. Wait, if you're here right now, it's probably not to sign autographs. Afraid not, my friend, Nightcrawler said with a sigh. I've been summoned here as part of the League of Logan's exes. I refuse to say evil because there's only love in my heart. Well, if there's love in your heart, can I not punch you into a million pennies, Ryan asked. <laughs> I don't think it works like that, Kurt said. He paused and held his three-fingered hand to his chin thoughtfully. Although, come to think of it, the rules aren't too clear. They were written in Logan's and Sabretooth's Book, book, of, book Destiny. of Destiny. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put a little echo effect on the Book of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can we make our own rules, Ryan suggested? You're really handsome, and I don't want to punch you. Agreed, Kurt said. He paused for a moment, then snapped. A new contract, then. Kurt leaned over Ryan and whispered something in his ear. Kurt pulled away with a grin on his face. Deal, Ryan said with a smile and a blush. <laughs> like nobody even knows that's happening anywhere hey we were here first silver samurai shouted standing next to mariko in the windows of denny's maddie peeked her head out of the windows wait now nightcrawler is here maddie yelled logan what the fuck is going on right now damn it i don't know logan cried out <laughs> don't you lie to yourself this is all part of the contract when you fall in love with someone mariko snapped your love must always battle your exes to the death Hold on. Back the fuck up, Todd said, also leaning out the window. If you're all battling to the death every time, then how the fuck are you all here when Lo whenever Logan has a date? <laughs> we do not speak of these logistical errors, Mariko responded. The only thing that matters is the blood of our enemies. The only error you'll be feeling is the pain when I blast you both on your ass, Maddie said, <laughs> carrying up her guitar. That whole sentence was an error, Katie commented. <laughs> now hold on, my friends. 
We can settle this in a different, non-violent way, Kurt said, defending Ryan. Oh, an orgy. I love those, Sinister said, clapping his hands together. Six other Sinisters stood behind him and also clapped <laughs> while they laughed. And now, because Katie yeah. says, they just keep multiplying, Katie said, and <laughs> stared at the Sinisters in awe. Perhaps a lighter negotiation is possible, Kurt suggested. He started stand-up when suddenly a gust of wind blew him across the street. Be gone, elf, a voice said from above as the beautiful Aurora Monroe landed next to Ryan. This fight is between Ryan and myself. Great. Now Storm is here, Maddie asked. What the hell? Logan just yelled. <laughs> Maddie stared at him. And with the winds... <laughs> That's my line. And with the winds of great Chicago, I will defeat you, Aurora said dramatically as she created a small tornado and sucked Ryan up into it. Ryan just screamed. Dude, I think she's actually hurting Rye, Truman said. I'm okay. I just dropped my camera, Ryan yelled out in response from inside a tornado. Wow, okay. Priorities, Maddie said. Ro, come on. Just put him down, Logan pleaded. Logan, you know I can't do that. As stated by the League of Your Exes, Aurora replied. But I can stop her, Scott suddenly said from behind Aurora. Scott opened his eyes to shoot Ryan, missed, and blasted apart a bunch of buildings instead. Great aim there, psych, Katie commented. Your only power is to look at things, and you still can't do that. It's really hard to see, okay? Scott screamed defensively. <laughs> so wait, by being here right now, you're finally admitting to having butt-fucked Logan, Katie asked. No, I'm just here because I'm Gene. Yeah, that's it, Scott yelled. He's right. Hello, lover, Gene said, and walked over to Logan to stroke his chest. Gene, is that you? Logan asked. Gene just laughed crazily as her face seemed to melt apart and turned into... Morph, is that you? <laughs> In the flesh, Morph said, then changed his hand into a huge mallet and used it to cartoon bonk Ryan out of the tornado. Sorry, beautiful. Looks like I gotta beat your boyfriend. But don't worry, we can roleplay Phoenix stuff later. You don't have to, the real Jean Grey said as she walked over to them, because we can all do it for real later when Scott goes to bed since we're in an open relationship. Wait, Jean? Logan just <laughs> screamed in her face. She just stared at him. Man, and I thought roller coasters were crazy, Ryan said as he got up off the ground. Suddenly there was a growl as Beast jumped across the street and knocked Ryan to the ground. Wait, Beast? That's Dr. McCoy to you, Beast said. And I'm terribly sorry, but we must fight now. Like Macduff and Macbeth. I haven't read Macbeth, so I don't know what any of that means. Do they fuck or what, Ryan's asked. Uh, <laughs> Neither, Jean said as she walked over. Suddenly, her clothes burned off to reveal the dark phoenix costume. Because I... Okay, Matt, you gotta be Jean here. <laughs> <laughs> because I will consume his soul! <laughs> no. keep reading. <laughs> his soul is mine, the silver samurai screamed in his best Mortal Kombat voice before he ran towards Ryan. His soul is mine! <laughs> with Mariko close behind him. There's so many X's. It's great. <laughs> I know. Storm's this eyes isn't like only, Okay, but it's Logan because that's like, not enough of them. There's still so There's many so more. There's so many more. There's so many oh more. My God. Um, Storm's eyes glowed white as lightning struck down around the fight. Scott continued to shoot towards Ryan, but he just blew up a bunch of cars instead, which the Phoenix then set on fire. Morph just bounced around as a ball in the middle of the fight while laughing. What is happening in this chaotic hell right now? Todd asked. Help! Ryan cried <laughs> out, getting trampled by Logan's stampede of psychotic exes. Oh, shit. We gotta help him fight these guys, Truman said. Everyone stared at Truman, waiting for him to say something else. Uh, anyone got a plan? The only thing I can do with my power is go online. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, babe. 
I'm coming, Logan screamed. He ripped off his shirt and screamed as he jumped into the cartoon cloud of everyone fighting Ryan. <laughs> Maddie ignored Logan and just turned to everyone else. Guys, we need a plan. This is insane, Maddie said. <laughs> Do we? This is quite entertaining, Sinister said as he continued to sip his tea. Dibs on the winner's jeans. <laughs> Ryan crawled out of the cartoon cloud of Logan's exes, but didn't seem to notice that he was no longer even in the fight. He looked back at them. Snapshot, Ryan screamed and took the blurriest <laughs> picture possible, which froze Logan's exes in place. Cloaky. Cloaky flew over to Ryan, who grabbed the flying carpet of a creature and twirled it around like a weapon in the center of the fight exploding each of Logan's exes into change. Everyone screamed in horror and took cover as the change dangerously rained down on them like that scene from Nope. When the rain of terrifying metal came to a stop, Ryan and Cloaky just stood there doing their best Final Fantasy end battle poses. <laughs> oh, we got a Cloaky line. Remember, when you see your ex, the best thing to do is punch them in the face until they give you money, Cloaky said with a giggle. <laughs> Sinister wandered. Sinister wandered over. Oh, you can take over from here. If you want. Okay. Um, oh, they're all scrap metal now. How useless, Sinister <laughs> said, throwing his arms up in the air. Hey, at least Aurora and Jean exploded into hundreds of dollars, Ryan said, as he pointed as the change. Scott just turned into coal? Well, I guess dinner is on them, Katie said, as she scooped up the money into Cloakie, now shaped like a bag. Mama is going to buy herself some new Thundercat swag. Damn. I need a beer, bub, Logan said as he wandered over and just some shreds barely covering his goods. Are Logan's clothes just made of paper and glue? Katie asked. They dissolve upon contact with thin air. <laughs> what can I say? I'm just a beast outside of his cage, Logan said dramatically. So we hit in the bar or what? No! Back the <laughs> fuck up, Todd yelled. Logan, what the fuck was all of that? Yeah, Logan, is this going to keep happening? Because we kind of have important things to do, Maddie commented. I don't know what to tell you, princess. I don't even remember any of those people, Logan said. You literally said all of their names, Todd continued to yell. I don't remember the details. My memory's a little foggy, okay? Logan yelled in a defensive tone. Well, hold up. How many exes do you have so we know what to expect, Truman asked. Uh, I don't know. Like, three, Logan replied. <laughs> I'm sorry, but can you not math, Todd yelled. Ryan fought nine people today, and if you count, that's more than three. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Like, four, Logan said, <laughs> genuinely trying to count. <laughs> you know what? I don't have the brain capacity for this much crazy, Todd said, giving up trying to reason with Logan. Wait, if Ryan has to fight Logan's orgy of exes, why is Kurt still here? Katie asked and pointed to Nightcrawler. Easy answer, my friend. We agreed to a new contract. No violence necessary, Nightcrawler replied. And what kind of butt-buddy contract was that, Katie asked. My lips are sealed, Nightcrawler said. For now, Ryan said and winked at the camera. What does that mean? Ryan, why are you winking? Maddie asked. <laughs> Ryan just sung a little tune in response for some reason. Whatever the fuck. I did that one time. All right. Um, well, this has gotten to be quite the bore. And as leader of the team, I think it's time for our next adventure. What do you say? Sinister said. I say that you're not the leader, Maddie screamed. You say that like it's true, but we both know that it's not, Sinister casually replied. Okay, but legit, what are we doing, Truman asked. Like, genuinely, guys, I'm really high. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it is, can it not involve Logan's ex-bitch squad, Katie commented. Actually, it does involve Logan and his exes, Sage said, as she walked out of the door of the Denny's and was, in fact, the only person who used the door in this entire sequence. <laughs> 
She pushed a button on her iPad and a holographic image of a building appeared. Discord had found the next anomaly in the universe, and it's right in the center of a weapon X. What? Logan just screamed. I'm afraid she's right, Nightcrawler followed. We're all being sent by a mysterious new leader of Logan's evil exes. We don't know who they are, but they are not in the Book of Destiny. Destiny. (laughs) Looks like we've got a new plot hole to fix, Maddie commented. I'm sure that's not the only thing that is getting attention with all of Logan's exes, Katie commented. Okay, let's pack up, Maddie started. All right, heathens, pack it up, Mr. Sinister stepped in front of Maddie. We're going to Weapon Sex. Uh, (laughs) It's Weapon X, Sinister, Truman said. I know what I said, Sinister said with a grin. Wait, what the hell? Logan just screamed at no one. (laughs) To be continued. Who was the leader of Logan's evil exes? What was the contract between Nightcrawler and Ryan? Who's paying for all the damages to Denny's? (laughs) How many exes does Logan even have? Did anyone clean up the milk? Find out next time on Mutant Age's The Comic Book. I guess we have to assume that Gene and Storm were so valuable that they were capable of cleaning up the Denny's because paying for dinner just became like millions of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I know. I like the comment you had where you're like, there's so many exes here. I'm like, oh my God, but that's like barely any of them. So where's Omega Red? Well, we got to go to Weapon X. I'm sure he's hanging out there waiting in a shadow with his tentacles out being like. We'll see. We'll see. Is it going to be Hulk versus? Is it going to be Wolverine and the X-Men? Oh, my God. So Does Hulk's not one of his exes, right? No, I, just have to I double don't check. think so. I, don't, I mean, I don't consider whatever they were doing. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> like, I Honestly, I don't even know what they were doing. So. I don't. I don't. I mean, I guess Deadpool's an ex, but... Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he's an ex. Has Deadpool ever truly been in a relationship, quote-unquote? <laughs> I don't think... I De- don't. Okay, ironically, I think Deadpool has a crush on Logan, but I don't think he's actually fucked logan yeah it's unrequited know? i agree right right but yeah. like silver fox could be there and maverick and mm-hmm. i don't know why colossus would be there but i feel like they fucked so yeah sure why not a- whatever room full of nameless people that logan has like fucked like one time for a comic book and never has been seen again <laughs> yeah yeah there's so many of those so uh th- that was another episode that we did and now it's time for plugs it is time for plugs that was this week's episode Uh, thanks for bearing with us since it was a short one uh we've already recorded the first half of our dark phoenix episodes with todd so don't worry you're gonna get that next week you're gonna get plenty of content we had a lot to say even just about the first half of the movie you know us uh but before we go just wanted to quickly say mutantages.com. That's where you can find us. We're all over social media at The Mutant Ages. We're at patreon.com slash The Mutant Ages, of course. And I want to give a shout out to our highest or Patreon supporters, uh, Samuel B. and Soren B. Thanks so much to the two of them. If you can't afford to support the show, please share it with your friends. And uh, we'll see you next time for Dark Phoenix. The Mutant Ages.